I'm joined by Justin Leonard from Jackie Leonard and Sons Dublin, one of the country's oldest fruit and veg wholesalers. Good morning. Good how morning, Brendan. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming in. So, uh, how, first of all, Jackie Leonard and Sons, tell me when it was set up. So the business is two weeks ago, 131 years old and, and a couple of weeks. So it was founded on the 6th of December, 1892, by my great-grandmother, Kate Leonard, who was a trader in the Dublin 7 in the markets area. Um, and when Dublin Corporation opened the market on the 6th of December, uh, she was one of the first tenants to set up a pitch. And uh, I actually have the census of 1900 at home. And her occupation was fish and fruit dealer. So obviously we don't sell fr- fish anymore. But back in the day, the market traded fish, fresh fruit and vegetables, game and poultry. So uh, it was my great-grandmother set the business up, then handed down to her son, my granddad, Jack, and in turn then my dad, Jackie, which the company is named after now. Okay. And then myself. Now you're running it now. And then, so that's four generations and your children four. will be fifth. Four generations, and I actually have uh, my son Justin and Sean, and my daughter Margaret, who also uh, give a hand in the business, not on a full time basis because uh, two of them are still in college. But yeah, they're the fifth generation now taking part. So my family are from Dublin Seven as well. My and my great grandmother was a fishmonger <laughs> on Thomas Street. Apparently, this is all folklore. I don't obviously haven't seen any census or anything like that. So from similar stock, but sadly the market's closed at the moment. The market closed about five years ago. Okay. So although the building is still there, um, beautiful building. Yeah. Fun, well, it, as I always say, without doubt perhaps one of the nicest buildings in Dublin. Yeah. It's a fabulous building and it needs to be regenerated so and it, it needs to be about, reopened. We're talking about the fruit market off uh, C- Capel Street. What's that? What would you call that area? It's St. It's Mickens Street. St. Mickens Street. St. Mickens. Yeah. yeah. And we're right next door to St. Mickens Church on North Ann Street. Yeah. So, yeah, the market's been closed about five years now. The, re- the plan is that it will reopen, but as of yet, there's been no uh, gig out of Dublin Corporation to push it on. Yeah. But uh, the, the fruit and veg is still traded in the area and we're only a football pitch away from the market. Okay, yeah. So there is still hustle and bustle down in that neck of the woods. Uh, uh, and would you think, would you go straight back into the market if they opened it up? You, you, oh, I would uh, go at the drop of a hat tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we you only have to see the English market down in Cork and, and what a it's fantastic so job the guys down there do. Mm. And it's a vibrant mar- market. And indeed, you know, if you look all around Europe, every capital city in Europe has a market. You have Covent Garden in London, you have San Miguel in Madrid, you have Las Ramblas, the Boccaria in Barcelona. And, you know, the list is endless, Les Halles in Paris. So every city, every capital city have markets that were once wholesale fruit and vegetable markets or fish markets. And they've obviously changed with times and regenerated themselves and, you know, opened up as retail food uh, outlets, um, food uh, uh, malls, as it were. So, I mean, our market in in Dublin Centre is a prime key piece of... We've no, two. We've we have we have the Ivy Market, which unfortunately closed, closed yeah. back in the uh, early nineties. I've been in actually. It's fascinating. yeah, which is and still uh, to this day un- unopened. You know. Yeah. So where so do we, you sell from? You have your own premises. Then. So we have our own premises. We're in uh, North Ann Street, just beside uh, Saint Mickens Church. Okay. Um, so uh, this is busy time of year. <laughs> Very busy. Yeah. This is this week. Now we'll be going twenty four seven from. Sun up till sundown and supplying everyone and anyone. 
uh, you know, we're primarily wholesalers, but we do retail trade also. Yeah. Uh, obviously, back in the day, people came into the market and bought their wares. Now you deliver. Now we deliver and uh, we sell online. So we sell for our website, JackieLeonards.ie. And, uh, you know, we serve wholesale and retail. So we serve businesses and the public. Very good. So what what are, what's going to be like, what do you have to make? You just said there before we went on the hair, which I loved, you were like, you woke up this morning with the fear. Have you ordered enough? Well, this of, is it, yeah. What, so, what do you need to have stuff, loads yeah, of? Yeah. So obviously uh, Christmas week, would be, you'll have to have plenty of sprouts, <laughs> carrots, celery, potatoes, but then all the fruits, the likes of uh, clementine oranges, which are, you know, everyone loves at Christmas time and plenty of oranges and lemons because people will be having drinks and cocktails. And then, most importantly, you'll have to have sage and rosemary and thyme for, for stuffing for, for the turkey. And have uh, have trends changed at all over over the years? Have you like because you would have you probably have the most data on what people have been buying over the years for Christmas? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's funny. Trends do change, and people's tastes change. And are what we more was, sophisticated? We are more sophisticated. And what was exotic, like back when I started in Go the on. business in the eighties, avocados, which Ooh. are still very popular, and lemons, which were considered, and limes, Far which were considered. Avocado, I was rare. Yeah, yeah. exotic. <laughs> Those products now are an everyday staple, but people like convenience now. So they, you know, as I always say, people are cash rich and time poor. So. They need products that are maybe pre-prepared or pre-made. So we've seen that in the business whereby you can get washed salads, washed lettuce. Um, you know, back in the day it was butterhead lettuce. Now we've baby leaves and rocket. And, you know, oh God, I'm one of those people. I have to buy everything peeled and cooked and chopped and everything. I'm lazy. But, but, <laughs> but the, you know, the beauty of fruit and veg and, and, and the enjoyment of cooking fruit and veg is, is the preparation of it. You know, the, the fantastic thing about lockdown, if there was a fantastic thing, was it gave people time to actually stand in their kitchens and peel a potato and peel a carrot and make a meal from scratch rather than taking it out of a packet and sticking it in the microwave. So Christmas is a time when people love to do that, you know, uh, Get the kids around the table, peel the carrots. Be present. Peel the peel the sprouts, yeah. You stuff the turkey, make the stuffing from scratch. How do you how do you uh, have to ask? How do you do your sprouts? Do the sprouts, yeah. Well Do you boil them? I don't boil them and um my poor mother should be uh killing me for saying it. <laughs> you know, don't boil the sprouts. You know, you can blanch them, do blanch them. But the best way to do them, I find, is in a wok. Or in a, if you don't have a wok, in a frying pan and put in some a uh, little bit of uh, red chilli lovely some grated ginger gorgeous um, if you can get, get your hands on a little bit of lemongrass put that in as well lemongrass lemongrass yeah oh, and then really hot, hot pan with a little bit of oil and some butter to caramelise it sprinkle in a brown sugar and give them a, a good tossing in the wok for 5-10 minutes and so then just still a bit crunchy then still a bit crunchy and let them just uh, cook away in the steam with the heat of the pan you know turn turn off the heat and just leave them there till you're ready to serve them so you, you your family also a big part of Christmas for us was walking down Henry Street and looking up Moore Street yeah and your family supplied the Moore Street stalls didn't yeah they? I mean back in the day uh, Moore Street was perhaps one of the biggest customer bases of the Dublin fruit market and all the ladies of Moore Street, uh, the dealers who sold the fruit and veg and indeed fish, um, they would have been the biggest customer base in the market. And uh, we had tra- fantastic banter and haggling and dealing <laughs> and wheeling. 
and indeed getting supplies. Oh, up they'd to haggle them. with you, would they? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they they would have taught us the trade. Uh, they would have shown you how to buy and how to sell. And uh, you know, it was a different different time then. Of course, there there wouldn't be as many um, saw holders up on Moore Street as back there was back in the eighties or early nineties. But uh, very much a, a, a Christmas memory that I that I enjoy t- yeah. t- taking up on get, getting uh, Christmas wreaths, mistletoe, and indeed even Christmas trees up to uh, Moore Street at this time of year. Wow! Uh, have you noticed a change in the numbers in the city centre from from a point of view of shopping shoppers? Yeah, definitely. I think it, it has fallen off a bit. Although we had good reports yesterday yeah. um, that the footfall is up and. It, up on the last two years because if you remember when we were in lockdown people couldn't go out and couldn't go to town so it is encouraging to see that people are coming back into the city um, so hopefully that trend continues but unfortunately the biggest problem we have with the city centre is, is parking and that's why the bulk of what we do is uh, if the delivery pe- delivery if the people couldn't come to us we said let's get the product out to them you're actually making me nostalgia for the city centre now I think I'll take a little walk around somebody said Brendan and I have such nice memories of going into the fruit markets with my late mum buying boxes of Granny Smith's apples for home and came all the way into town from Dunleary in the 80s it was a real tradition which I'd forgotten about until now listen, until listening to you now thanks Claire in Dublin it was a real tradition for us it, wasn't it it was a tradition and, and you know very much a Dublin tradition that uh, on a Saturday, um, Saturday you know yeah. we, we trade Monday to Friday and then Saturday was a short day we'd finished at 11 but we would have housewives and husbands and they'd come in and they'd buy a bag of potatoes a box of apples and indeed at Christmas time they'd buy a box of clementine oranges and uh, that was a, a real Dublin tradition yeah um you know which is sorry to see it it, it it when the market closed that fell away so now obviously you know we want to bring the market back to the people so if you can come to us, we go to you. For sure. Uh, you're a big fan of supporting and buying Irish and in season as well. In season, I mean... Um, Explain that to me now. I'm a Luddite when it comes to this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, in season means you buy a product or, or vegetable when, or fruit when it's growing in season. So, I mean, th- this time of the year, like, why would you want strawberries, you know, when they're not in season? So you buy a fruit that is in season. So... As again, I would say clementine oranges or grapes or pears or apples. They're all products, all fruit products that are in season. And then especially this week for eat for Christmas, uh, carrots, parsnips, turnips, celery. They're uh, vegetables that are in season. So, you know, although we have exotic things uh, out of season like mange two peas and sugar snap beans and yeah, we're slightly sneering at Monge yeah. too I love us we're real dubs we don't eat Monge yeah, too yeah <laughs> well I mean everyone you know you, you can eat them but you know they're not in season so buy Irish and it's really important that people buy Irish because you know um, our farmers our growers are an ever dwindling um, populace you know family farms were handed down from generation to generation uh, we still have some growers on our books who their sons come in to me in turn, their dads came into my dad, and wow. indeed their granddads came into my grandfather. And if we don't support our growers, we're not going to have our own produce, and then we're going to be at the mercy of importation. And that doesn't go for just fruits or vegetables. You know, buy Irish pork, buy Irish beef, buy Irish fish. Right. Because if we don't support our own, we're going to become a nation that's uh, actually food poor, and we're going to be reliant, as the British are now, on importing all of their fresh produce. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. Who are your suppliers? Most, mostly Irish, are they? So 
obviously for for seasonal produce, uh, they're they're Irish. But Very then, good. I mean, you, obviously at times of the year you can't get the product, so you have to import it. So you know, if if people need uh, out of season stuff like tomatoes, they come from Spain at the moment. Morocco, yes, we import from there. But where you can buy Irish and you know support Irish growers, because if you don't, we're not going to have them. And uh, it's really important that when you when you're walking around the supermarket or in your local shop, just have a look at every single packet has it where it came from. And if you if you see Irish, buy Irish. Nice message. Very nice message. Will you cook Christmas dinner? I'll yeah, I'm going to do the. Do you the, not get sick of looking at vegetable? <laughs> no, I mean, if you don't know how to use the product or how to work with the product, you can't uh, you can't sell it. Um, and as Ray Darcy once said to me, I'm not a chef. But as I said to him, I said, uh, well, I've I've worked with so many of them over the years. I said, I do have a bit of experience of, of how to cook the products. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I'll cook the ham for Christmas and uh, I might get the chance to do the sprouts on Christmas Day. That might be left up to someone else. Right. But, uh, yeah, well, I'll put my tuppence worth in and uh, roll up my sleeves and, of course, I'll be it'd be uh, held, held to this now after this show <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the family but yeah I will I'll be cooking the, the, the traditional vegetables and here's my day. acid personality test do you put sausage meat in your stuffing uh, yeah well is I that a actually, Dublin thing yeah text 51551 is sausage meat and stuffing just a Dublin thing yeah we were actually watching one of the Irish cooking programmes there I think it was on Friday night and I said to my wife god that's a great tip there now for the stuffing and I said you didn't put any sausage meat in that my wife says, well, you know, there is two types. She said, you have sausage meat stuffing and then you have traditional stuffing without the sausage meat. But yeah, I think it was the 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 belly of the turkey always got your traditional stuffing and mm. then the the just under over the breast, lift up the skin and put your sausage meat stuffing in there. Oh, very good. Well, that's the way my mother always did it anyway. Oh, so you would you would actually do two types of stuffing? Two, st- yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's it. Sometimes even three, you'd make stuffing with a uh, potato. Oh, oh, as opposed to the breadcrumbs. Oh, you're blowing my mind here. You're blowing my mind. So, um, you have a very busy week ahead now, right? Yeah, it'll be as I said, right up to Christmas Eve. Right up to no. Uh, fortunately, I, I get to take Christmas Eve off this year because oh, it's a Sunday. So, oh, yeah. yeah, right up till Friday. Yeah, and then you'll ho- will you hopefully have shifted everything that you've got. There's no products sitting in the shelves. Well, if, if everything going to plan uh, and uh, my buying skills and selling skills are as good as I hope they are. Yeah, we, there, there should be nothing left on the shelves. And listen, Justin Leonard, thank you so, from Jackie Leonard and Sons in Dublin. Uh, that was such a warm chat. Thank you so much. I'm going, to, I'm going to get down Moore Street and have a look a little later on. Let's take a quick break.